Hey mamas and welcome to a solo episode with me detailing our family's caravan adventures for this year. Enjoy! Hey mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with Hello, mamas, and welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. I am sitting down with you today to talk about our family caravan adventures. So I really wanted to record this episode because A, since sharing a little bit on social media, I've been getting lots of questions about what our plans are, how we're doing it, what our intentions are, all of that, which understandably is very exciting and I definitely will share, but also because I've just finished the podcast series with Jodie Wilson. If you haven't listened to that, go back. There's three epic episodes with her talking about simplicity and mothering. And if you haven't listened to those, her story is that she decided to end the busyness and cycle of rushing and scheduling and being busy with her four children. She decided to put an end to that. And they packed up their life and they went and lived in a caravan for two and a half years. Now, the seed had already been sown for our family, but I did go and purchase Jodie's book, Practicing Simplicity, and I really resonated with her message and her reasoning and intentions for why they went and did this big lifestyle change is exactly the same as why we're doing it. So I felt like it was really important to do this episode straight after her series because I do mention in her interview as well about how we're also planning an adventure very similar to hers. So I wanted to record just a little solo episode. And yeah, why we came to this decision, where it's coming from, how we're going about it, in case any of you also resonate with a bit of adventure for this year or just a bit of simplicity and intention in your life. I think, yeah, it'll be really cool to share. And I'd so love to hear from you as always. Please, if you listen to this and you resonate with any of it, or if you're also too planning an adventure like ours, please come on over to at PhysioLaura and let me know what you got out of this episode and what your plans and trips and ideas for the year ahead are, whether they are caravan adventures or not. I just love hearing what families are up to and what cool things are on your radar and what you're wanting from your life. I really love hearing from people. So please let me know. So we are planning on packing up our life and going to live in a caravan indefinitely. We have no plans for an end date. We could be gone for three months, six months, three years, never come back. I have no idea. We are just keeping it super open-ended, opening ourselves up to possibilities and not feeling like we're locked into anything. So that is our plan. We are hopefully leaving in May slash June of this year. So that's only a couple of months away. I wouldn't say we're anywhere near ready to leave right now. We actually don't even have a caravan as I record this. But we, I like the idea of, what's the quote? Aim for the stars and you might land on the moon. So I like the idea of saying, yep, this is when we're leaving. So that even if we don't make it then, we're still pushing ourselves forward to be able to leave sooner. Because if I told you we're going to spend all year getting ready for this, guess what? I'm going to spend all year getting ready for this trip. Whereas if I say, no, we're leaving in two months, even if it becomes four months, we're still going to be leaving sooner because we're pushing ourselves towards this deadline. So this was never on our radar as a family. I'd never thought we're not that gypsy, wandering, nomadic people. Like we, my husband and I have certainly traveled. 
We traveled before we had kids and we've traveled a little bit with kids, but we're not hardcore travelers. Like we've done like the the main touristy places, but we're not, I've never done anything like this in my life. It's not really in my character, I don't think, to do something like this. It's not, you wouldn't go, oh yeah, Laura and JA, yeah, they're that way inclined. So this is not really within our personality. It's pushing us, sorry, to step out of our comfort zone for sure. So we don't even really camp to give you a good idea of that. We're not at all equipped in this department. If a car breaks down, we are screwed. If a tent pole breaks, we are screwed. That actually happened to us recently. Our tent broke and yeah, we were screwed. We have no idea how to fix things. We are not handy people. We are not outdoorsy. We're very outdoorsy, sorry, but like we're not, I don't know how to light a fire, for example. Like we're not outdoorsy in that regard. So this is going to be a steep learning curve, but we still really want to go. So what happened is we went on a holiday, a family holiday last year to Tasmania. And something happened on that holiday that sowed the seed for this adventure. So it was, I just remember in this place, it was just the five of us. The kids were just so happy. So I felt like pre-holiday. There'd been lots of big emotions. I felt like our life was getting really busy. We had this really hectic sort of schedule for the week with fun stuff, social activities and fun classes and whatnot. But I felt like there was always a lot of rush, a lot of, come on, we're going to get out the door, in and out of the car. I felt like the kids were just not probably coping very well with it. There was a lot of fighting, a lot of big feelings. And we went on this trip and it was slow and we spent every day together and everyone was so happy. So the kids just, since then, they have just been like best mates. Don't get me wrong. Like it's not all rainbows and butterflies. They certainly fight and they have their conflicts. Don't get me wrong. But they're just, the connection with each other was really deepened on this trip. And we only went away for 10 days. And the dynamic of having dad home all the time, having my husband around was really healthy for everyone. Like the kids loved it. Obviously I loved it. It was just this beautiful bubble. And my husband and I just looked at each other and we're like, this is so perfect. We so love spending time together. Just the five of us. We just want to wrap this moment up in a big bubble and like, let's just go take this around the country. Let's just be together, the five of us, and go have some cool adventures and just go have a gap here. So we have had a life where we've pretty much gone from like high school to uni to post-grad studies to working to we've got married, had children, bought a house. Like we've done, it's always the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And everything's been wonderful and amazing and I've lived the best life. But we're both, my husband and I, just craving some adventure, something a little left of field, something that doesn't really make any sense. That's not necessarily the next progression forward. I feel like we've done that. We've ticked off all of those typical progressions. You go to uni, get a job, work your way up, run your own business, whatever it is. Those should do this in life things. We've done all of that and we've loved it and it's been amazing. But now we're just craving something that is not productive per se, that has no other intention and reason other than joy and connection and fun. And we're really craving that adventure and that gap here, like just checking out for a bit and trying something new. And we've never really lived anywhere else. Like we've lived in the same state our whole lives. We, we live in, on the surf coast now, which is beautiful. And that's probably been the best decision we've ever made. And so we're just really open to new experiences, meeting new people, gaining some perspective on how different people live and 
just zooming out for a little bit and just like zooming out so that when we do decide to land back again, that we're being really intentional about what do we want from our life and where do we want to live and how do we want to raise our kids and what do we want to do with our time and our energy? And yeah, we're just really craving that perspective. So we had said after this Tasmania trip, oh my God, let's just go get a caravan. Let's just bottle up this feeling of the five of us all together and let's just go away for a little bit. And we had originally said, sweet, that sounds amazing. Let's spend all of 2023 getting ready for it. And then 2024, let's just hit the ground running. And we laughed because as soon as we said that, we then went, oh, we can't wait a year. We are so excited by the idea of doing this. There's no way we could wait a whole year to get there. And we're like, nor do we need to. We really don't need a whole year to prepare. When I said prepare, get our house ready to sell all our stuff and also get our businesses to a point where we can work on the road, but fairly easily. So getting our business to, businesses to a more passive point. Anyway, so at the start of the year, we sat down, we're like, right, let's pick a time and let's work towards it. We know a year feels too long, but realistically, there's still a lot of stuff that needs to get done. So I've got a lot of projects that I really want to launch this year. And there's just logistically some things that are much easier to do when A, I have space away from my children, which we're not going to have when we have a caravan. And B, like the, I need to do some filming, for example, and filming in a caravan is going to be quite hard. So there's things like that realistically are going to be much easier to do before we go away. So we've made a bit of a list of what we want to get done and we're slowly working towards it. I can't tell you right now whether we are on track or not. It feels still so far away to actually be able to do this, but I'll keep you all posted. So I've also been spending every Friday decluttering a certain section of my house and this has been so therapeutic. Oh my gosh, I can't describe to you how good it has been to just know that we're getting rid of all of our possessions. We're selling or donating pretty much everything we own so that on this trip, we're pretty much just traveling with what we've got in the van. We might keep a couple of boxes of sentimentals, maybe some big ticket items like the trampoline and my Pilates reformer machine. But even then, it feels hard to justify. I really don't want to pay for storage because that can add up really quickly. And I feel like if we could just sell it and then buy something secondhand again, I don't know, it feels like a better option than paying for something to sit in storage for however long we're gone for. So my goal at the moment is to go without having a storage container. So that's really challenging. So I'm picking an area of the house each week and I'm just going hard. I am so ruthless with my decluttering process. I am yeah, getting rid of 80 to 90% of what we own. And so I'm just trying to, what do they say? Like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. If you, obviously, <laughs> we're not eating elephants, but you look at an elephant, you think that's overwhelming. How am I going to get through that? But you just go one foot in front of the other. And that's what I'm doing with the house. I am just going one small section of the house at a time. I'm not trying to bite off more than I can chew. And it's feeling really good. And it's not anywhere near as overwhelming as it could have been. So I'm really enjoying that process. It's been really fun. So yeah, every week I just pick a different section of the house. This week I'm going through all the stuff or, or my version. I can't touch my husband's stuff. That's just like something he needs to deal with down the track. But all the stuff I can sort out myself under the house, which is my garage slash shed area. That's going to be a big job. But that's my task for this week. Last week I did the kitchen and the kids' toys. And yeah, it's been really good. It's already lightening the load of just my everyday life which is fantastic. And it feels really nice. It feels really nice. I haven't bought anything since I've started decluttering, but when I do get that itch to buy something, I really put it through that filter now of, is this something I'm really going to use or need? 
because I don't want to be adding to my clutter pile right now. I'm trying so hard to get rid of things we don't use and need. And so I'm being really intentional with anything I bring back into the house. And that's been really nice. And I really hope that's something that I carry forward after this trip. And whenever we settle back down again into a house, that not just adding all that stuff together, because I get really weighed down by stuff. When I see stuff everywhere, it overwhelms me. And I'm not particularly attached to my stuff. Like I'd be quite happy to not have any material possessions. I'm happy to wear the same clothes every day. Like I'm not that way inclined. I'm not really attached to material possessions. I'm not sentimental about many things. Yeah, it feels really good. So that's the process of what we've been doing. In terms of the logistics of the actual holiday, we don't have a van yet. We've never towed a van. <laughs> we are very fortunate in that my dad has a four-wheel drive that we're going to borrow, so we don't need to buy a new car. And he's decked that all out for camping. So it's got like a cooker and a fridge and all these sorts of things. So that's epic. That is super helpful. We're going to buy a secondhand van. We've got our eye on two different models that we're looking at. We're looking at an expander and a journey. For anyone who's in the caravan world, you know what we're talking about. If you do have any specific tips on caravanning with three children, young children, please hit me up. I am a total newbie to this. We have no idea what we're doing, but we're looking at something very basic. We don't care for fancy things. We don't need a TV. We don't need a coffee maker. We don't need anything shiny and bright. We just need a really comfortable bed. That's my most important thing. I want to make sure that when I sleep at nighttime, I am sleeping well. We don't actually care for an ensuite. So we're looking at ones without an ensuite. Happy to get a portal, happy to get just an outdoor shower. I am quite happy to be filthy for a year. I know that sounds probably really uncomfortable. And don't get me wrong, I love showering. Like I love, I hate crawling into bed dirty, but I'm also just happy to like live very simply and see like how far I can stretch my comfort zone right now. And if that means going to bed slightly dirty every night, you know what? I'm open to trialing this. So that's what we're looking at the moment. We will buy a secondhand van at some stage and we'll obviously have to get used to towing it. That is probably the thing that makes my husband and I the most nervous because neither of us have ever towed before. I feel like it's a real thing. When you're pulling into a caravan site, everyone's watching you. It makes us sweat, the idea of having to tow. So yeah, we're both not at all equipped for that sort of thing. So we're definitely going, I think we may even take some towing lessons. I heard that's a thing. We're thinking that we might even do that. So yeah. And our intention with the trip, we don't even know where we're going. I know this sounds random to a lot of people because for us, we're not going to tick off a bucket list. We're not going to do like a lap around Australia and we want to see these 18 places. We're going to go to beautiful places regardless because Australia is an amazing country. There's so many beautiful spots to stop at and see. But the intention of our trip is not a travel checklist. The intention of our trip is to slow down, to live a more simple life, to live with less and to deepen our connection with each other. So to really strengthen our family bond and connection and just be really present and still and slow. That's our intention of the trip. So we don't really care where we go because wherever we go, our intention remains the same. So we're going to see amazing places regardless, but we're not trying to, we're trying to tackle this section of the country. We don't actually care. My only prerequisite is that I want to follow the sun. So I really would like to skip winter this year. Down in Victoria, the winters have felt really brutal the last couple of years. I've also, I have this fantasy every winter where I go, oh my God, why do we live here? Can we just please go up north and live in a hotter climate because this is terrible. I hate it. So I think I need to scratch that itch of following the sun for a year. 
and actually seeing whether I do enjoy that because I might actually do that and go, you know what, I'm so craving a windy, blustery, rainy day where I put my puffer jacket on and the surf is wild and I might actually really miss that. I want to cozy up by the fireplace and have cups of tea and have red wine and I might miss the seasonality and the cyclical living or I may not. I might actually go, you know what, I froth off the sun. I just want to be in the sun all year round. I'm not sure, but I feel like it's an itch I need to scratch because every winter, without a doubt, the same stories run through my mind where I start going, oh, but maybe we're not meant to live here. Maybe we're meant to live in a warm climate all year round. So that's the only prerequisite. So we will head up north, I'm sure, in winter, and then we'll probably slowly make our way down south as it heads towards summer because up north in summer can be very humid. It's the wet season. That's not my jam at all. I'm actually very Goldilocks, so I, when I say I want to travel and follow the sun, if it gets too hot, I also don't like that. So I actually really, 27 degrees and sunny, that's like my sweet spot. Any hotter, I actually start to get really touched out, really overwhelmed, don't come near me, I can't concentrate, I'm really irritable. <laughs> Any colder, I'm like, oh, where's the sun? It's not hot enough. I'm actually very Goldilocks when it comes to my temperature regulation and control and what I like. So yeah, if you've got any tips on how to travel with that very narrow band of enjoyment when it comes to where the temperature is, please tell me where I should be so that it can be 27 and hot all year round. <laughs> so that's our rough plan. But like I said, we have no idea exactly which route will go west or east or straight up the guts. I have no idea. But like I said, I'm totally open to suggestions. If you do have any tips for traveling with a young family of three and where we should go or any real, oh my God, Laurie, absolutely have to go here. Please do let us know. We do think we'll do a mixture of caravan parks and free camping, a mixture of beach and then inland farm stays. Yeah. Again, we haven't really done much research into this because for us, this is actually the least important bit where we go and what experiences we have because we just really want to spend time together. We're really enjoying the age of our children at the moment. We find that they just love being around us. So yeah, they love their cousins and they love their friends and they love like the community stuff that we do. But for the most part, they're just so content with mum, dad and their siblings. And I know that phase is going to last forever. As they get older, they're going to want to be more independent. They're going to have their own interests and they're going to want to branch away from the family unit more. So I feel like right now while they're so happy just being the five of us, this is such a beautiful time to go away and solidify and deepen our connections with each other and just really have that time together. And I don't care if they remember this trip or not, because to me, it's not about when they're 21, whether they go, oh yeah, mom, remember when you took us to that cool place on our caravan trip? That's not what this is for me. It's that subconscious deepening of our connections. They're not going to be able to articulate, hey, mom, remember when we went to that cool spot? But my plan and my goal for this trip is just that we really know each other well. And I feel like we do. So this is certainly not coming from a place of escapism or like our life is crap and we just want to go away and have a holiday. This is coming from a place of our life is so amazing. We love where we live. We love our connections with our community and our family. And we love everything that we're doing in our life right now. But we still want this different experience and we still want this adventure. So it's not coming from a place of wanting to leave a terrible situation thinking that a caravan trip is going to be all rainbows and butterflies and the solution to all our problems. It's coming from a place of our life is awesome. And now we're going to choose something different because we're really being called to this adventure. There's something inside of us that's really being called to it because sometimes we'll have a moment, Jay and I, where 
we're just having a really beautiful time. We look around us and we're like, oh my God, we live in the best place on earth. Look how happy everyone is. Are we really going to leave this? And our answer is still yes. There's something saying, come on, you got to do this. This is an adventure that's calling you for a reason. So do it. Even though there's all these reasons to stay, there's all these work is going really well. We're in a position like it's not easy right now. That's a really important note to make. I think this is not an easy decision to make. It is not easy to sell and donate 90% of our stuff. It is not easy to say goodbye to our friends and family. It is not easy to say goodbye to childcare and hello to being with our children 24-7. None of that is easy, yet we're still choosing it because for some reason this is calling us and I think we know that there's going to be a lot of personal growth and a lot of like long-lasting connection and change within us that we're really, really craving. So we're really excited about that. And we're definitely not going in with these rose-colored glasses that this is all rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and everyone is going to be happy and frolicking the water and smiles on our faces 24-7. No way. I am totally aware that this is going to have its challenges and this is not going to be the band-aid that solves all of our problems, that there's going to be a lot that comes up where we look at each other and we go, what have we done? We've got three young children, like anyone with a five, three and two-year-old will will understand that that's just like walking sometimes like on eggshells and not knowing what mood everyone's going to be in and not knowing how the day is going to pan out because there's so many big feelings and emotions. And you add that to now living within a 17-foot area and that that's, I'm quite confident going to have its challenges. And I'm sure that we're going to crave space and time and we're going to have to be really good at communicating with each other so that our cups are getting full and we're going to have to be really aware of how much we're planning and how much we're packing into each day and reminding ourselves of our intentions of this trip. If we are getting frustrated that the kids are not playing ball that they want to go on this four-hour hike to a waterfall or whatever it is. So I'm fully aware that there's going to be many challenges that pop up along this trip and I am open to them. In fact, I want to lean into them because I know that on the other side of challenge is personal growth and I'm really excited for it all. The other thing I wanted to mention is that we will still work on the road. So I know a lot of families that do these big trips don't work and they use this as a holiday and they save up their money and just go and travel. That wasn't really an option for us because I love what I do. I love being able to serve pregnant and postnatal women. I also have a lot of projects that I want to launch this year. And the thought of stopping my business is just, it's really truly not an option for me. So I was never planning on doing that. But, and same with my husband, he loves what he does. And he really can't stop what he's doing. He's trying to change the way in which he does it. But we're very fortunate in that he just needs a laptop and a phone and he can pretty much work from the road. And for me, I just need a laptop and a podcast mic and I can pretty much work from the road. So we're very fortunate in that we've set up our lives in a way that we can travel very easily. We're not really tied down to anything in particular. We can take our entire life and travel around. We can homeschool our kids on the road. That's what we're planning on doing anyway. Or life school. I absolutely have no plans of doing curriculum, but we're not tied down to a school or anything like that. So I'm really excited that we can do that. I'm excited as well to see how we go from a work point of view with trying to find that elusive balance of work and leisure. Because Right now we have childcare. We have an au pair living with us who looks after our kids while we work. 
And we're obviously not going to have that on the road. So I think it's going to be great and hard because we're going to have to get really good at communicating being really good at being efficient and productive with our time and being really good at tag teaming and making sure that we're outsourcing. I I do have a small team that works with me and making sure that I am communicating well with them and making sure that I'm not doing things that I don't need to be doing so that I am using my time effectively and making sure that I plan well and those sorts of things. So it might require getting up early in the morning before the kids and getting a couple of hours done or working late at night. Mind you, my brain switches off at nighttime, so I doubt I'm going to be able to do that. But I am looking forward to seeing how we can change the way we work, my husband and I, and whether we can then carry that forward when this trip ends and when we settle back down somewhere, whether we can carry that same efficiency and productivity and intentionality into our work when we land again. So I'm really excited to see how we can, yeah, strike this balance between work and play and connection and all of that. So it might look like some weeks we work really hard and those weeks we just settle in one spot and we do a lot of tag teaming followed by other weeks where we don't work at all. I'm not entirely sure what it looks like, but I'm excited to see how we go. So they were the main points that I wanted to share with everyone. Like I said, I would so love to hear from you. If you resonate with this message of like wanting to deepen your connection as a family, strip back all the distractions, focus on the simple life and really being together, it doesn't need to look like a caravan trip. It absolutely doesn't. That is not for everyone. It may not even be for us. I have no idea. But the intention, I'm sure, resonates with so many of you. So if it does, I'd so love to hear from you. And if you are planning on going on a caravan trip, and if you have any tips or advice or words of wisdom for this total newbie over here, please come and let me know. You can find me at PhysioLaura, slide into my inbox or comment on this podcast post when I release it. I would so love to hear from you. I really love you guys engaging with me and telling me all your feedback and your advice. And I learned so much from you. So yeah, but otherwise stay tuned for any updates on our adventures. I'm really excited to bring everyone on this journey because again, I know that So many families are of a similar mindset. So yeah, it's going to be really exciting. And if you do want to connect with me outside of the podcast, if you're pregnant and looking for more support with weekly workouts, with pelvic floor exercises, active birth preparation, breathing during labor, managing rib pain, pelvic pain, back pain, how to exercise through all these pains, abdominal separation, you name it, we have covered it inside my online membership program, The Pregnancy Posse. So if you'd like to connect with me further, I am living inside there. That is where I'm helping pregnant women from as soon as you pee on a stick all the way through to the end of your pregnancy. So you can come and find out more at thepregnancyposse.com and you can trial the program for seven days. And if you haven't already, please do subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so you don't miss any episodes coming up. We have some incredible series with some amazing guests coming up in the future. So I don't want you to miss out on those. So do hit subscribe so that automatically pops up in your newsfeed. But wherever you are, I hope you're having a wonderful day and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.